Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome back to 32 Fans in 32 Days. Very exciting. We're back for another year of Insanity 32 Podcasts. With me, as always, maybe not always, but with me for the first one is Akiva Wheels Wienerker. Wheels, how is it rolling? Rolling great. Uh, we're off to a good start because um, I was already half hour late, but this is an Alex episode. Uh, if you don't know, we draft the episodes and um this was one of yours and last year i sat out a lot of the alex episodes you sat at some of the akivas listen we're in seven hours apart time zone but uh, we're both here i wasn't going to miss the first one how could i not talk arizona cardinals and this is uh, some years are big research years some years are not um like if this was an olympics year no research it's not so your baseball I, team's I, out of it. You got no Olympics. My baseball what team, else are you doing I don't even August? know if the season is still going on. People are claiming there's a Mets-Yankees game tonight. It can't be because I feel like I would have heard something about that. No way. Yeah, also, you said tonight. It's currently it's it's August 7th, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, this is, yeah. by the way, this is a record. I, I'm, this has got to be July 25th, the earliest we've ever recorded one. No, no, that's false. You, you I know have the dates for previous years. Yeah. What's the what, name a date we've recorded an earlier one on? Um, and oh, you better be right here. Oh, you know what the problem is? Okay. Um, uh, I clicked on 2022, but in e- in the recording time column, I replaced the date with the bolded word done when we finished. So I don't yep. so I don't have the dates last year. I'm always telling you not to remove columns and you're yeah, removing columns. Bad. I didn't know that we'd be having this argument. <laughs> anyway, yeah. uh, I did research today. I, I went into the, uh, you know, uh, deep, deep dive into the Cardinals. Uh I mean, it's their our lads page is like not safe for work. This yeah. is our 32nd ranked team. Yeah, uh, we'll bring in the guests. Thing. This team really sucks. Like, this I is mean, one of the worst teams. Their total is about. four and a half, four and a half in a 17 game schedule. I, I, I didn't I didn't check this, but I, that's got to be the lowest preseason yeah. total in NFL history. No. Well, I think there was a team last year with a four and a half. Was there? I think right. so. Because four and a half is pretty low. And if you had a four and a half in a 16 team schedule, a 16 game schedule, the Texans, I think, might have had a four and a half. Were they four and a half last year? Oh, okay. All right. That's possible, actually. Yeah, they were very but They bad. were like actively tanking. I mean, this team may be too, but I mean, I think they pretty clearly are actively tanking. But let, let's talk. Let's welcome our guest, Matthew Bryan, yes. diehard Cardinals fan here. Um, Matthew, yeah. What, what is your, where is your optimism coming into the season? Like, what are you looking forward to? Give us something positive. Um, Just that. You know, Steve Kime is finally gone. That's 
optimistic. I mean, I think my, my big thing is that, you know, Steve Keim is such a guy who like doubles down on every mistake he's ever made and, you know, like makes some good decisions, but makes as many bad and then just doubles down on them. And so that's how you got, you know, Cliff Kingsbury coming back all those years. And so the hope is just that, you know, the, the, the new general manager, the new coach are going to, you know, be better and that will be good in, you know, two or three years. I think that's sort of the only optimism I have so far with this team. Okay. So let's start with the coach, Jonathan Gannon, your new coach. I have never, and Akiva can chime in if there's someone that I'm not thinking of. I have never before seen a, a coordinator get a head coach job where the fan base of the team who was a coordinator is universal celebration yeah, that, that I can't, re- gone. I like, can't remember it. It's pretty rare. Thank Usually God. It's like that guy's gone. He got, it's almost like in Seinfeld, like promote him out of here, get him away, foist him on the mm-hmm. Cardinals. It's usually a coordinator going, getting another coordinator job, like going to college or going to the pros and like, oh, my God, this is like a, a weird, you know, sort of like uh, maybe one step. But listen, I don't I'm not going to claim to know much about Gannon, but it is it is not ideal that the uh, you know, there's already been such a mess with his hiring. And he's and he's in the hole because he's not going to win this year. Right. So sometimes coaches only get one year these days. If things go, if you're the worst team in the league, a lot of times that that coach gets one year. And even if he doesn't, next year he's going to be make or break with like a rookie QB. I don't know. This is a, an inauspicious uh, start for him. And he's a defensive guy. Uh, their offensive coordinator is a guy named Drew Petzing. You know anything about Drew Petzing? Well, both, sure but both Petzing and Rallis, their DC, both first time coordinators. I read online that this is the youngest and most inexperienced coaching staff in the NFL ever. And I don't know how they fact, you know, who, who was coaching. Yeah, I mean, like it's hard to like find out who yeah. like the coaching staff were in the 80s. But yeah, I mean, no, nobody with experience here. Right. Uh, everybody's new. Everybody's young. So, yeah. Well, what's what's your initial take here? And obviously, you know, we haven't even started the preseason yet. Yeah, I mean, I think that, you know, part of that is that, you know, like you were saying, Akiva, this is such an unattractive job, you know, just in the fact that like they're guaranteed to suck this year. And so I think that there were, you know, if you, you know, if you could get a better job or you, you know, think you can get a better job, like you're probably taking that to, it's a lot of guys that, you know, are, you know, wouldn't get a DC job somewhere else. And so they've got the job here, which, you know, obviously is like sad and disappointing, but I think oftentimes, you know, you'll see some of these guys will end up being really good. And I think that, you know, these guys obviously think they're good enough to, you know, be in these positions and, you know, hopefully, you know, you find one of them ends up being good. And then again, when the team is good again, hopefully, you know, some, one of these guys is still here in a prominent position. And if not, you know, it's, you're sort of playing with house money a little bit, right. That you're just hiring these guys that, you know, could be good and could not be good, but like, well, even, hold if, on even if they're good, why it is matter. it house money to be wasting seasons? Well, because they're, they're not, they aren't going to be good. Even if they had the best offensive coordinator in the league, they're not going to, be in the playoffs so if you got a guy that could be good then like you know i, I mean i don't know it's obviously it's it's, it's not ideal to be this bad but it's it's <laughs> sort true. of this you know it's like I, i'd rather they try out new guys than bring in you know some guy that's been fired you know 10 times and you know is super experienced but you know you you know what you're going to get with them right like at least with this there's some chance that one of these guys hits right even if it's not super high or else they'd be, you know, on a better team, of course. Right. But like, that's, that's sort of what you get when you're, you know, the worst team in the league, you know, you don't, you, you don't get the guys that have, you know, hundred percent potential. You're more likely to get a guy that's, you know, 
going to hit 25% of the time, but if you get a bunch of them, you know, maybe one of them will hit. And then when you're good, they're good, you know, as opposed to getting some guy who's bounced around the league and you know, what you're going to get with him. Cause he's, you know, a 10 year veteran and he's not, not any good even after 10 years. Right. Like I'd rather try out a new guy that, you know, who knows what he's going to be. Yeah. What's your impression of like, is, do you think over under half game Kyler plays this year? I'd say probably over. I mean, he's supposed to be back, you know, at some point. And I think that they at least, you at least got to see what you have with him. I think when he comes back, like if he's obviously, if he, you know, his recovery goes bad and he's out for the whole season, like that could happen. But I think that, you know, if he's healthy, I think you bring him back, even if it's just for a game or two to, you know, see what you have, even if it's because you want to trade him or you want to, you know, get some other team interested. I think you've got to at least see what you have because, you know, there's no guarantee that he's what he is coming back from the injury. So I would say over, yeah, the, but who knows? Yeah. The but real the, bomber here, Alex, is, and we've, you know, you've uh, been been hyping this for a long time and now everybody's on this train too. You want to be good when your quarterback has a low cap hit. Kyler's cap hit this year, 16 million. This was the year, right? It's going to 51 next year. I mean, this was their one year where they could have spent elsewhere and done it. But, you know, his injury, not that they would have been good even if Kyler uh, was healthy because they have so many other holes. But, uh, you know, I mean, the real bummer to me is that this is a team where Kyler Murray, you know, you put the over under half. There's a non zero chance There's a very strong chance that he doesn't play the entire season. Right. Or maybe he comes Mm -hmm. back in October. November. Maybe he doesn't. And yet. They made absolutely no effort to bring in anybody even. And I understand they've invested enough that Kyler has to be the quarterback of the future. But mm-hmm. right. Cole Teddy McCoy's Bridgewater is like still a free agent. Cole now. McCoy is 37 years old. Yeah. Bridgewater mm-hmm. might be signing with Detroit. Um, I ranked the top 50 quarterbacks in the NFL. That's five zero. Colt McCoy mm-hmm. is not on that list. He's he's a below average backup quarterback. He's 37 years old. I'm just completely dumbfounded. Why not roll the dice on somebody, you know, younger than Akiva and I, you know, just uh, to be a possible backup, to be impossible. Who knows? Like, you know, the Colt McCoy is nothing at this point. I just, I don't understand unless they're openly taking, trying to lose, but then I'm just very confused by everything. This team, the, the last time Colt McCoy was uh QB one, his RB one was um, <laughs> Peyton Hillis and his wide receiver. One was Greg little and Josh Cribs were number two. And his coach was Pat Shermer. Uh, it's 12 years ago, the 2011 Browns. Uh, since then, he's basically been a locked in backup. He has played every single season. Um, he has gotten a snap. At, no, it's sorry. 2016, he didn't get it. Didn't they have but, a big win? They like um, where they went into uh, where was it? Uh, San Francisco or the Rams? They beat some good divisional team on the road last year with him. I thought. McCoy, he did win a game last year. Yeah, yeah, he beat. Um, he went into the he beat the Rams in in Los Angeles. Okay, yeah, that's what it was. Oh, right, yeah, let me look. Oh, and uh, and the year before, he won in San Francisco and in Seattle. So he's been every divisional opponent on the road the last two years. Wow. Well, I'm not saying Cole McCoy's horrible. Yeah. I just think there's <laughs> a very low upside. Yeah. Um. Did you know? So the running back is James Conner. Uh. Hmm. Do you know James Conner's now led his team in rush in his team in rushing five straight years? Has never had a thousand yard season. Funny. Hmm. Five straight years as the as the RB one without without a number one season, and that's like the best player on their offense because. You look at you look at the rest, Matthew, and um, I, I think at this point, is it safe to say like Rondo Moore's a bust? He's it's never really happened for him his first two seasons. Yeah, I mean, he's definitely 
a bust. You know, I think the expectations were him to be, you know, wide receiver number one, and that's definitely not happening, right? I mean, I think that he's shown he can be, you know, the third best option, but that's a huge disappointment from where he was anticipated to to be when he first, you know, came in. Right. Uh, Marquise Brown is fine. I think uh, I, I'm doing the NFL 500 again this year. Or I'm going to try to. It's a big undertaking, but ranking the top 500 players in the NFL. So I rate basically every starting level player in the league. Uh, so I did the Cardinals today. I will try and do a lot. Of, I can't do all the teams probably before we podcast, but I'll try and do a lot of them. Uh, I ha- do want to guess, Matthew, how many above average starters. Uh, and I'll say Kyler, I listed as a, in my above average start. Above average usually because there are it's 500 people and there's only like 700 stars in the league goes into like the 18th, 20th best start at each position. So it's a, you know, a little bit of a, a curve there. So outside of Kyler Murray, how many above average starters do you think I listed on this team? And who do you think they are? I mean, like Buda Baker and that's it. Yes, know. correct. You nailed it. Just okay. Buda Baker. And they we should won. note that Buda Baker has demanded a trade. Yeah, Buda Baker. Yeah. Well, why would you want to be here? Yeah. He's like, I'm the best player in the team. Get me yeah. out of here. Um, it is, you that wa- is not you great. watched the uh, the Cardinals um, uh, in season of Hard Knocks, right? Mm-hmm. Matthew. Yeah. And uh, yeah, that was a pretty depressing watch. Oh, uh, yeah. Very, very. They should have switched teams midway, honestly. I mean, but but then the year before they had the Colts and that ended up being hilarious because of their epic collapse. But yeah. I mean, this is a team that won 11 games just two years ago, right? Coming into last year, I think uh, my hot take was I had them winning uh, the division or something, didn't I? I think you were high on the Cardinals. I mean, remember, everyone was talking about how great this division was. All four teams were going to be good. Yeah, slight swing and a miss there. Uh, yeah, we did miss that one, although I had the Chiefs. It's the last place in the AFC West, mm-hmm. so we were both yeah. off of both of us. Uh, so we have Ronda Moore, Marquise Brown, Greg Dortch, if that's exciting, a receiver, and Michael Wilson, uh, rookie from Stanford. Uh, anybody uh, in the receiving room that you're excited about? Mm, I mean, that's about not, not, yeah, not not so much. I mean, I mean again, like you were saying, Marquise Brown's not bad, but if he's your best receiver, that's not good either. You know, he's a good like second option, and you know, mm-hmm. Rondell Moore's a good third option, but they're they're instead they're you know first and second option. So that's just you know very very disappointing. Yeah, yeah. and Zach Ertz sneakily has been just okay. I mean, he's getting old uh, since he moved to Arizona, right? He's got. He has uh, less than a thousand yards. He's played twenty-one games with the Cardinals since they traded for him. Yeah, I mean it's been obviously not the best situation. I think that in theory he could, you know, be better. But again, not he's going to be probably the you know number one target that a lot of teams are going to be putting their defense on him this year, which is not going to help him, you know, end up any better. So. Yeah, uh, the, yeah, we're the, talking about the missing that yeah. number one receiver. Here's a stat, and obviously Kyler might not play this year anyway, but uh, his average yards per attempt, uh, adjusted yards per attempt, excuse me, with uh, w- with DeAndre Hopkins, 7.53, which mm-hmm. uh, would have been 10th in the league last year. In uh, in games that Hopkins did not play, drops to 6.33, which would have been 26th in the league last year. Yeah, so, well, his yards, his yards per pass, Alex, yards per attempt, he was fourth in the NFL in 2021, that was dead last year. Yeah, dead last in 2022, last out of 33 qualifying quarterbacks. He was, you know, in, in by some metrics, the worst quarterback in the NFL, uh, at least of the guys that that played basically the whole season. 
Well, let, uh, let's talk about like what exactly the plan is with, mm-hmm. I guess. So Betsing is going to be the offensive play caller, right? Gannon's a defensive guy. Yeah. What, what, what exactly is their plan? Last year, Kyler Murray was 34th in the league in play action, which I just don't understand. Like why you're not using more play action when you have a sort of a dynamic mobile uh, quarterback like Kyler Murray. So what, what is their actual offensive plan here? At least when Murray and everyone's healthy and back. Yeah. I mean, I think that, that, that was sort of the talk with the new coaches brought in to, exploit you know some of that stuff that kyler can do more but i mean the issue is you're going to be spending the whole you know first half of the season with colt mccoy that can't do any of that stuff so like i don't know you know how much they're practicing any any of that in the offense but i know that they wanted to try you know some you know rpo and play action and stuff and you know having him roll out but like i don't think colt mccoy can do any of that which again goes back to your thing about why do they not bring in anybody else at quarterback other than you know Colt McCoy who's you know very old so I don't know what the plan necessarily is you'd think that they would have invested something at quarterback if they really want to exploit the good stuff that Kyler's good at but I don't know okay round two name something that's not boring a laundry oh a book club computer solitaire huh Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The one thing, I'll, the only real nice thing I'll say about this team, other than their safety duo is totally fine, the offensive line is not terrible for a team that's going to be really bad. Uh, DJ Humphreys is fine. Uh, Paris Johnson, I don't know what the camp reports have been, you know, very early on, but it looks like he's going to play right tackle, right? Yeah. Um, pushing Beecham to the bench, who's also, you know, pretty stellar sort of competent pro. Uh, Will Hernandez is a solid guard. Uh, and uh, people are are uh, excited about the the center from the Browns, the, Den- the Danish kid. I don't know how to pronounce his name. Yeah, I mean, for a he he was a backup in Cleveland. He's now the starting. Yeah. Well, that, well, that's a, yeah. honestly, I mean, r- rinse and repeat a bunch of times. There are a lot of starters on this team who were backups elsewhere last year, which yeah. is the sign of a very bad team. I, I mean, mean they're listen, only sure free agent. Hit. Their only yeah. free agent making even five million dollars is Kaiser White, who's coming with Gannon from Philly, mm-hmm. who was fine. He was like a rotation guy in Philly, but yeah, he, he might. Have, not- so I think one of these guys will hit. I don't. I don't think. I mean, listen, there's more opportunity to play here than basically anywhere else in the league. But mm-hmm. I do think they'll hit on a couple of those. Kyle White is an interesting player. Um, they they have a lo- they have a bunch of defensive draft picks. Some of them will probably end up playing, even though none of them are starting week one necessarily. Um, but yeah, I mean they have a lot of guys. Every because I, I look at every starter, like do a deep dive to see, like, all right, is this guy going to make the five hundred? And it was like seventeen games, zero starts last year. There was a lot of starters like that who did not play last year or backups here or elsewhere. I've really never seen it before. Matthew, what is the best uh, positional group on this team? Um, 
I mean, I would say probably safeties just because Buda Baker yeah. is the best player and you know the other Thompson's guys fine. Yeah, yeah, Thompson Thompson's a fine starter and then you know they got some other guys. I mean, I think you know going to to what Akiva was saying, I think you know what you have on this team is a lot of guys that are you know backup level, right? You know, you have um you know, basically you have like, you know, two, two guys that would be a number two on a, on a good team, right. As your starter and your backup. And so I think that that'll, you know, breed some competition and you'll get, you know, some good guys. I mean, like this is like a complete wasted season, I think, but the good that can come out of that is that you're not, you know, you're not sort of kidding yourself that you're going to be any good. And so you can just bring in guys and, you know, some of these guys will be good and some of them, you know, will be very bad probably. And you'll have, you know, some, some guy that, you know, will be looking back at the end of the season, like, wow, that guy was, was a starter, but I think there'll also be, you know, some guys that'll hit kind of like what I was saying with the coaches that, you know, I'd rather have these guys that are, you know, were like the best backups, you know, and it's, and then try them out as a starter and see if you got anything there versus, you know, trying to just bring back the team last year. That was, you know, very bad. Uh, Yeah. There's, um, the defense, if you wanted to like really squint and, and be nice, the defense is pretty young. That's good. There's really not a lot of vets on the defense. Buda Baker, I think, is the oldest guy on the on the on the whole defense. The offense with Connor and Ertz, and I guess some of these guys are decent trade bait, maybe during the season. Oh, uh, Will Hernandez, like these are a bunch of vets, so there's not even a ton of upside there. Uh, is there anyone in the front seven you're excited about watching play this year, though? Um, uh, you know, is there Kaiser White? Alex mentions Avon Collins is is a decent. Oh, Jalari is probably their only decent pass rusher, right? Well, I mean, we don't know if he's decent yet. He hasn't played, but yeah, I, but, I, I, but yeah. there are not there are not a lot of uh career sacks on this team. If, if, I <laughs> yeah. think if you added up everyone's career sacks, it would be a very low number. Yeah, um, I mean, obviously, I'm excited for Ojuari. Um, I think Kaiser White, you know, like you were saying, I think that he's a guy who will benefit from the increased playing time, you know, because he was in and out of the team in Philly, you know, and he wasn't playing a full game. And it just seemed like, you know, obviously, you know, I'm not a, you know, wasn't watching all the games with a investigative lens, but it just seemed like he, you know, was very like streaky and he was good and he was bad. And I think he'll benefit from having a more, you know, solid role on the team. And the fact that he can play basically every, every snap, I think will, you know, make him a more, balanced player or more consistent player obviously who knows maybe the answer is he's just inconsistent and he'll be worse with more playing time but you know we can we can hope i mean my concern my concern with this defense is look look, it's it's not just the old guys you know the jj watts who are gone it's a lot of the younger better players also left i mean byron murphy probably the most reliable cornerback he signed with the vikings zach allen who had a very strong season as an edge rusher uh you know a breakout season he went and signed with the broncos and so yeah i mean you know we we can keep talking about Buda Baker, but I just, I don't see who else on this defense is going to be like, a, a, as Akiva said, you know, an above average starter in week one. And I don't know why you're losing these 24, 25 year old guys who, you know, could be building blocks to, to build, you know, towards the next uh, contender in Arizona. Yeah. I mean, I obviously don't know what was going on with those, but I mean, the, the, all those losses do, do definitely hurt because again, I think that, you know, obviously the hope is that, you know, they're going to be good in two or three years in which those guys would still be, you know, big contributors. So, I mean, again, I think it, it all kind of goes back to the fact that, you know, the Steve Kime, Cliff Kingsbury duo was such a, 
such a mess and such a disaster that, you know, I think that guys feel like they want to, you know, get out of here and that it's, you know, not great, you know, and obviously, you know, I hope that that's, that's not the case going forward and that the new administration is, is good, but obviously those guys were not, we're not convinced by that, right. They weren't convinced that this team's going to be good in two or three years and they'd rather, you know, be somewhere where they can compete. But I mean, I don't know. I think that, you know, bringing in a lot of guys who are, you know, this is their opportunity to be a starter. I think that definitely, you know, will, will allow the good ones to rise up and, you know, hopefully that's going to be good. Um, I have a couple of games here. All right. Mm -hmm. Sure. All right. So uh, Matthew Bryan, of course, uh, Arizona Cardinals fan, also uh, an expert when it comes to the U S Senate, would you say, is that accurate, Matthew? Uh, Yes. Okay. So we're going to play a little game here. All right. This is going to be uh, you uh, Arizona Senator or Arizona uh, Cardinal. I'm going to list uh, people names and you're going to tell me, was this person a United States Senator from the state of Arizona or was this person a a Cardinal? And to make it easier, I'm not picking really obscure guys. The senators to qualify all had to have served more than one complete term. Okay. And the, uh, and the football players all had to make multiple pro bowls and all pros. Okay. All right. All right. All right. So this should not be that hard, but it is pretty hard. All right. So we're going to start with, uh, Maybe needs one, maybe hard one. I don't know. It's uh, it's Carl Hayden. Are you asking me or my or Matthew? I'm asking Matthew. You don't know who Carl Hayden is. Um, I think that's a Cardinals player, isn't it? Uh, uh, Carl Hayden was the longest serving senator from the state of Arizona from 1927 <laughs> until 1969. 42 years as a senator. Wow, uh, I saw a lot of stuff. Yeah. So the right, depression okay. and the friggin' uh, moon. All right, let's let's try and let's, let's go series. with um let's go with uh with the great Pat Fisher. Pat Fisher um, is a, I don't know. Is he a Pat, Cardinal? Yeah. Pat Fisher was a cornerback for the Cardinals in the sixties, made two pro bowls, made a, a first team all pro as well. All right. All let's, right. Uh, let's see. Uh, I, we'll, we'll do a couple more here. It's a, this is a tough game. Let's uh, how about Ernie McMillan? Ernie McMillan. Is he, is he a Cardinal? Yeah, one of the so offensive familiar. linemen, right? Yeah, one of the greatest Cardinals of all time. Right tackle, four Pro Bowls, two All Pros. Yeah. Okay. Oh, Keith yeah. even knows his Cardinals. All right. Uh, how about uh, Marcus Smith? Marcus Smith. Uh, is he a senator? Yes, one of the first two senators from the state of Arizona. 1912 was first elected and served until 1921. Uh, one more, one more. Uh, Bobby Joe Conrad. That's a great name. Um, mm, Bobby Joe. Robert Joseph, to those who didn't know him as well. Robert Joseph Conrad. Uh, is he a senator? No, he was uh, a Cardinals receiver for 12 years, made a Pro Bowl, made an All-Pro, led the NFL in receptions in 1963. Oh. Now, to be fair, th- these guys were not in Arizona. They were in Chicago and St. Louis, but uh, but yes. All right. So uh, a solid one for five there. Let- let's have another <laughs> game. Um uh, just a, a yes or no. Will this person be uh, on the Arizona Cardinals that, uh, the next time they win a playoff game? Okay. Yeah, okay. Uh, uh, we'll start with Gannon. Yes. Oh, okay. Uh, what about Murray? No, I'll say no. Oh, so you think Gannon is going to outlast Murray? Yeah, uh, I think there's a, there's a good chance that he does. I think that you know they could end up. You know, I mean, if there's an opportunity to trade him after this year, I think that's probably going to be what he wants. And I think that you know, I mean, I don't know. We'll we'll see. I think I think it's it's definitely it's probably one or the other one you know, is going to be here and not both, I think. And and I guess the question is, 
um, how would they be getting rid of Murray? Yeah, I mean, contract. Yeah, I mean, that's obviously going to be the challenge is just is finding an opportunity, you know, a team that's that's just willing to take that on. But I mean, I don't know. I mean, I mean, there are teams that I think would take him even, you know, obviously they take him this year, you know, if he was healthy. But I think there are teams that want him. I mean, you know, if he's if he's healthy, he's a top, you know, 12, you know, quarterback in the league. I think there are teams that'll that'll take it. Obviously, it's going to be. Much more, you know, it would have been much more easier to do it this year if he wasn't injured than next year. But yeah, I mean, I, I just think that he doesn't want to be here through a rebuild. And so I, I can't see him wanting to be here next year unless the team is like, you know, the surprise team of the year this year and is actually, you know, okay, you know, which I don't think they're going to be. And then what about the coordinators? Um, I mean, I, I think probably one of them will be here. I, I have no idea how to, how to, to guess that but i just think that you know these are guys that obviously are you know taking a risk i think probably, probably one of them will will last but you know who knows you know they're, they're big unknowns now which is why they're you know risky risky moves to take but i think that you know probably one of them will hit at least i'd say all right and keith i think i interrupted you did you have another game teed up uh no i i mean yes we could play the schedule game one more comment on the cardinals uh their most unique player isaiah simmons of course uh top 10 overall pick in 2020 they did not extend they did not pick up the fifth year option so this will be it uh he is basically in a walk year one of the strangest players in the league right he was an edge rusher slash linebacker slash safety slash corner at clemson has basically played all those positions um in the in, in the NFL, he's, I think, moving to Nickelback this year, Matthew. That seems to be what they're doing with him, right? They don't really know where to play him. He is. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean, that's always been the issue with him is that he's very much like, you know, jack of all trades, master of none. Like he's not really good enough to be like a starting edge rusher, even though I think that's kind of what the reports say that he wants to do. Mm-hmm. And so he's sort of in this weird position. Yeah. I think that they're sort of saying that he's going to be like a nickelback, but that, you know, he can be on the field and switch to being a linebacker so that, you know, the other teams don't necessarily know exactly what the, what the set looks like. But yeah, I mean, he's, he's a very weird player. I think he's very good, but has not lived up to his potential. But I think that's mostly because they can't find the right place for him. Right. I think that if he, you know, maybe Gannon coming in, will find the right place for him or, you know, he might, you know, end up leaving and finding, you know, being really good. Everyone would be like, wow, you know, the Cardinals squandered him. But it's like, I think they've tried a lot of stuff with him that's not really worked out. Okay. Alex, what do you think about a rapid fire schedule game now in the last five minutes we have here? Sure. Yeah. Let's play the schedule game. You got okay. It Matthew. Up. Yes. Uh, at Washington week one. I know the, uh-huh. the big time announcers are, are coming to Cardinals at commanders. Oh, yeah. Uh, I'll go with a uh, loss there, I guess. Okay. Uh, then they host the uh, Giants and the Cowboys. Um, uh, I guess I'll go with uh, two losses there. Okay. Uh, at San Francisco. That's a loss. By the way, if you were wondering, does this team play a night game? The answer is no, they do not. <laughs> they play, they what play seven, 17, one or four o'clock games that the league has been a little stricter with like taking the really bad teams off and uh, th- they count here. Uh, then you play the uh, two uh, Super Bowl 56 teams. First, the Bengals at home. Uh, it's a loss. Okay. And then at the Rams. I'll give us a win there. Wow. First win of the year. Ooh. 
Sean McVay is upset uh, at Seattle. I'll give us another win there. Okay, look at this tearing through the division outside the NFC West. You guys not so great, but uh, two and five. You host the Ravens. That's a loss at Cleveland. That's probably a loss also. Okay, and also and let seven. us know which game is the prediction of when Kyler Murray returns. Oh yeah, when when do you think Kyler's return? Does I he think come back par- now, November twelfth for the Falcons. I was I would actually say yeah, one of these first two games in November, either the Browns or for the Falcons. Okay, so two and seven host the Falcons, and that's a win. All right, at Houston, uh, I'll go. That's a win also. All right, four and seven uh, hosting the Rams. You beat them on the road. Yeah, Are but we sweeping. Lose- no, we'll lose to them. That's all, okay. always we do in the division. We always win these tough road games and then lose the, you know, okay. well, in theory, easier I mean, home You have games. a famous home field advantage. Yeah. yeah. That <laughs> is pretty shocking. We have, have, you know, absolutely no fans. So, uh, And at Pittsburgh? That's a loss. All right. So you go into the bye 4-9. Yes. December 10th is your bye. That is the latest bye probably in NFL history outside the one year where there were two byes or the year there was an odd number of teams. Um. Hey, that's I guess that's good though. I get to get to celebrate my birthday with the Cardinals on by, so I don't have to watch them lose. That's sure great, great birthday present. All right, four nine. You host the Niners. That's a loss. Uh, at Chicago on Christmas Eve. That's a loss. At Philly on New Year's Eve. That's a loss. And now you are uh, three and thirteen, and you play Seattle. Do you sweep the Seahawks? Yes, we do. Wow. So four and 13, but two wins over the Seahawks, one over the Rams and one over the Texans. Yeah, Alex, it seemed like he's optimistic, but at the end of the day, that's an under, right? He's he's going he's going in the under. Yeah, I, I think the question is, what is the date at which if Kyler isn't ready, they would just shut him down for the season? Or do you think they'd even bring him back in late December? Yeah, I think I think he comes back just because you need to know what you have with him. And if you are if there's any potential trades. The trading team needs to know what they have with him. I think even if it's just for one game, even if it's, you know, he's not going to be ready until the January 7th game, they'll bring him back for that game. I think there's no way that, I mean, unless it's... With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.